This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gina Davis, and welcome to Event Talk. Do you want to make more money with your products and service at festivals, fairs, and expos? Then you're in the right place. Each week, Event Talk brings you interviews with business experts, makers, artists, and business owners, nonprofits that have all successfully navigated the ins and outs of business. Plus, we want to take you behind the curtain, sharing our time-tested event marketing secrets so that you can get the most from every booth at every event. Join us as we explore what's happening at festivals, fairs, expos near you and around the country. Event Talk is your source for everything you need to get the event return on investment you deserve. I'm excited about today's conversation. Let's get started. Hello, I'm so happy that you're here today. Today's conversation is establishing goals for your marketing at festival fairs and expos. Prior to even purchasing that vendor booth at the next community festival or health fair, setting a goal for each of these events should be part of your planning process. So we will explore today why having goals and objectives mean a better focus on your end results for each event. We will ID common objectives, establish parameters, and put those into action. And finally, establish a review process for after each event. I have a great show for you today. I'm Gina Davis. I am your host, and I would like to start by sharing a little bit about myself and my background. Event Talk is the podcast for Fine Vendor Booth, which is a subsidiary of Custom Growth Group LLC. Fine Vendor Booth focuses on helping makers, artisans, business owners, and nonprofits operate at festivals, fairs, and expos with a profit. I launched Fine Vendor Booths out of a project with a client back in 2016. From that experience, I started growing my event marketing services as an offshoot of my coaching business. Prior to that, I had been focused on helping clients as a business and marketing coach and trainer. As a coach, I guided my clients in goal setting and time management as we worked on strategizing their business's marketing. I wrote several articles on goal setting, and they have stood the test of time. Now, further back, I worked in my father's business for 25 plus years, learning all about the ins and outs of marketing and sales. If you're interested in learning more about any of this, check out the details below. Now, thank you for letting me share just a little bit about myself and my business. Let's get started today. I found no matter what a client comes to me for, we naturally will start with goal setting and time management. Now, you may realize why having goals and objectives are important, and this reminder will reinforce what you already know. By the nature of them, goals and objectives give you an end results to strive for, a guideline for where you want to go, or maybe for what you want to accomplish. It's easier to stay focused when a goal is established. I will caution, don't just write it down and shove it into a drawer only to think about it again when much time has passed. Neither expect because you've thought about this and think it's a great goal for your business, but then you never write it down, that that goal is going to happen. Goals have to be written down, shared, and they have to be activated. Now, first I want to talk about 
establishing your goals and objectives. But to do this, we need to know what the end results required will be. So let's ID common objectives. Now, number one is building visibility and credibility. A really good example of this is Josie at Small Town Bank America lives in a small community right outside of a big city. And she really wants to work on building her visibility and credibility with the local people in her community. So she identifies that there's an upcoming event, a community festival, and knows that this is a great opportunity for her to get out and mix and mingle with her community. So she invests in a booth and she spends her time out front shaking hands and getting to know her community. This is a really great objective for someone that has a service-based business. Building the visibility and credibility is a critical part of a service-based business. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. So number two common objective is sell your products. Jesse is a local leatherwork artist. He has an online shop that is doing fairly well. He wants to start marketing at local events and become more well-known in his community. He identifies the upcoming festival and purchases a booth to sell his products. Now, number three common objective is obtain lead for your service. Jason is a health and wellness coach with a local gym in his community. He's wanting to obtain new leads to expand his prospect base for the gym. He finds out about the upcoming festival and signs up for a booth. So these are really three good common objectives. You can choose one of them or you can choose all three of them. That's build visibility and credibility, sell your products, or obtain leads for your service. In this next segment, we're going to talk about establishing the parameters for those goals and objectives. They've already ID'd the festival that they want to attend. So when establishing your parameters, it's important to think about a few critical things. Who your target audience is. Where can they be found? What's the minimum expected turnout at that particular festival? And what is the return on investment? You have to establish these to help you determine whether a festival is going to have the return on investment that you're looking for. And your return investment is going to be based on those common objectives. So one of the things that you want to establish is who your target audience is. And if you've done your background work on your business, you already should know who that target audience is. So what you have to determine is if that festival, the community festival we've been talking about, is going to have your target audience there. So Josie, our small-town bank manager, knows that her target audience are typically families. So she's looking for the head of the household. And stats show that that's usually the woman who's making the decisions. So this community festival is very family-oriented with a lot of options for women there. So the next thing she needs to know is the minimum expected turnout for the festival. Her minimum expectation is a thousand people. After discussing it with the event organizer, they're expecting 1,500. So her return on investment is based on building visibility and credibility. And she comes up with a hard number that she wants to meet and greet for that day. So basically you take those four pieces and you apply them to your business, whether you're whether you're a service-based person wanting to do build visibility and credibility or whether you want to obtain leads for your service or whether you actually sell a product. Of course, your return investment is going to be more uh, for selling your own products is going to be more based on product sales. 
So that rounds us out for this first segment. We'll be back in just a minute with putting your parameters into action and finally establishing a review process for after each event. Stay tuned. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. The Fine Vendor Booth Event Talk Podcast with host Gina Davis is looking for guests for future podcast episodes. If your business has a story that shows how you've aligned your marketing for success, exhibiting your products and services at festival fairs and expos, then we are looking for you. Additionally, we're looking for experts in these areas, business finance, business education, and tech tools that align with Event Talks Focus. Message us at info at findvendorboost.com. I'm so happy that you're still with us. If you're just tuning in, today's conversation is establishing goals for your marketing at festival fairs and expos. In the first segment, we identified common objectives and established parameters for those objectives. In this segment, we're going to talk about putting those objectives and parameters into action and finally establishing a review process for after each event. So in this segment, we're going to talk about putting those objectives into action. So this is your action step. It's typically the step that requires the most planning, so don't skimp on it. This could very well make or break your day at the festival. It's simple. Plan for what you know. Don't sweat the things you haven't discovered yet in these action steps. Now, first thing I recommend is coming up with a common list of things you'll need the day of the festival. One of the things I do recommend is take a pad of paper for notes for things you missed, forgot, or things you want to do better. The second thing is, what do you need to do prior to the festival to be prepared for the event? Some questions you might ask yourself are, do I know where I'm going, where the parking is? Can I unload my vehicle at the booth for outdoor events? If I have to walk and carry, how am I going to get stuff in? I recommend you invest in a cart of some kind. Something else you might be asking yourself is, what products and marketing materials will I need? These all take time, sometimes a lot of time, if you're still designing them, but for creation, packaging, getting that stuff back to you. For example, Jesse and his leather goods, he's got to decide how long is this going to take him to build his inventory up prior to a community festival. If he's running short on time, it might not be worth him investing in that particular community festival. He needs to go to the next one. Josie has to get business cards. She's out. And if she doesn't do that or doesn't keep in, you know, that top of mind, she's going to show up without business cards or any way for 
people to get in touch with her at a later date. Linda has marking materials that she needs to update. So she needs to spend plenty of time with a new design, creation, and the packaging of all her products. And most of all, the day before, I recommend relax and go to bed early. Try not to pack up at the last minute because that only stresses you out. As business people, we need as least amount of stress as we can get. Now, in the final segment here, we're going to talk about establishing a review process. Now, way back to in the beginning when I was talking a little bit about goal setting and the articles I wrote, I have long been an advocate of that part of goal setting is a review process. I've recently adopted a new process called plan, do, and review. So you plan it, you do it, and then you sit down afterwards and you review the process. Now back in the last section, I mentioned take a pad of paper with you. That's where you're going to write those notes of things that you forgot to bring or you just totally didn't even think about or even things that you want to do better. This is a great opportunity to review what happened and update your list, update your scripts, whatever that needs to be done. A good review process is a paramount to actually making sure your next event goes better or even better. I recommend that if you have a team that works with you, that they just follow this same process. Think about afterwards, after the event, take 15, 20, 30 minutes and sit down and write down your thoughts on what went well, what didn't go so well, and what you can do better. Having your team adopt this process will go a long way to growing your business. Okay, the last section I'd like to talk about is find vendor booths and how it can assist you with this. Our current setup gives you some basic information about the festivals. So find vendor booths in 2018 listed 164 events here in the Mid-South. We had a variety of events, ones that are focused on business, to arts and crafts, health fairs, all kinds of festivals. So one of the things that we, we're focused on in Find Vendor Booths is creating a list that has some of these parameters in them to help you determine whether this is an excellent festival for yourself. As we grow, we're going to continue adding great pieces of information that will help you make this decision even further and further. If you're currently a member of Fine Vendor Booths, we welcome feedback on what you feel like is missing from our membership. We also would love your feedback on what you think the future of Fine Vendor Booths is. We're a brand new company, a startup, and we would love to make sure that we're staying focused on giving you the best Fine Vendor Booths that fits and serves your needs. Well, guys, that's it for today. If you're interested in finding out what membership looks like with Fine Vendor Booths, just to briefly describe it to you. In 2018, our members got access to 164 events for a 12-month period. If you're interested in obtaining membership, I'll have a link down below that will take you to our sign-up page. If you have any questions, just drop it down in the comment box and let us know what you'd like to see coming in an upcoming podcast or what your question is. So our next podcast will go up around the 1st of May and we'll be talking about branding at festival fairs and expos. 
That's all for this time, guys. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope to see you again soon. You have a wonderful day and keep growing your business. This is the EWN Podcast Network.